If you are living in a space of being weighed down by your clutter, in your home, business, mind, or body, do you realize you are blocking the ability to receive in all areas? Would you be willing to learn the tools to change all that? What if you realized that the clutter in your life was created by you? Listen now to Infinite Energies, where you receive new perspectives to open up and release the barriers to create the life you always knew is possible. Now, here is the host of Infinite Energies Radio Show, Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello everyone. I am enjoying this beautiful view. I'm looking outside my window in my office and I have this beautiful blue sky and something called a Chinook Arch, which is warm and cold air meeting. So you have this incredible, it's like a, it's like a, a veil of, of white clouds and then you have this perfect line across the horizon and then below it's this beautiful blue, blue sky. And when we have these beautiful Chinook arches in Alberta, it creates this lovely warm weather in the middle of winter, so much so that you can go outside and walk with casual boots on. So how lucky are we? I'm speaking of lucky. I have a great friend who is also uh, a radio show host who wanted to play today and talk a little bit about decluttering in one's life and that can create so much and and cover so much and and it can also create this space for contributing to yourself and your life, your living, your business, your health everything it can contribute to so many different areas and it's it's a broad area that i love to talk about as a lot of you know i am a feng shui master and um have done that for many many years and incorporated that in my design and clearing spaces and it's just sort of playing with the energy of spaces and then it turned into working with bodies so i have my beautiful friend sadie rose lake who is going to we're just we're we're playing with what is required and what she would like to bring into her life. So good morning, Sadie. How are you? I'm great. You were talking about the beautiful view and I was sitting here thinking, Oh, mine's so beautiful too. I'm actually coming to you live from Kauai and it's a gorgeous morning here. The sun is shining and I'm sitting out on the on the little patio of our window just looking out at the palm trees and the warm breeze on my skin. It's just like my body is so nurtured right now. Oh, yummy, yummy. Well, I'm I'm getting that. I'm getting that yummy nurturing. And even though my trees don't have leaves on them and there's instead of <laughs> sand, I have snow, <laughs> it's still beautiful and nurturing wherever we are in this universe. So I'm I'm loving that. So while you're on beautiful Kauai and having this lovely vacation with your family, we're tapping into the energy of the space that you have in your home. So why don't you tell me if you could have anything with regard to your space and your home, what would it be or what would you like to create or what is it that pops up for you? So one of the things that I was looking at when we talked about coming on the show together was that um, my home, I've never really created it as this like comfortable place for me and I when I'm in my home, I always have the sense of needing to do something. And so what I was, you know, um, kind of tapping into a little bit in regards to what I'd like to change in my home environment is 
creating my space so that it actually welcomes me to just be instead of having to do in my space. Because what I notice happens is all day long, unless I'm at my computer where I can sit at my computer, you know, because my energy is focused towards my computer, any other time when I'm not at my computer, I almost never sit down in my house unless it's nighttime. There's, I always have this sense of needing to do, do, do. And so I was listening to your introduction, and actually what popped up for me is kind of the opposite of what a lot of people create in their world. I don't have a lot of clutter, but any kind of a mess or, um, you know, disorder creates this friction in my energy where I need to go put it away, straighten it out, take care of it, or I can't actually settle and relax. Interesting. So I'd like to actually, I'd like to actually change that a little bit because if anything, I would say we have sort of the opposite of clutter. Things can be rather sparse. I don't have like knickknacks and you know um, a lot of stuff. And actually, our space is pretty open and pretty bare. You know, it's like it's not bare in an uncomfortable way, but any any time that there's like a pile of something on a counter or you know we. We have three girls, and so, like, if the playroom is a mess, it creates this sense of needing to create order. And I can viscerally feel the sort of the ease, and it almost feels like a cool breeze in my energy when everything is clean and put away. And then I'll just tell you a little bit. So, like, I struggle with this all the time because what ends up happening is, say, I clean the whole house, and it feels so good to me, and it just feels like this spacious, nurturing, relaxing place to be. And then as soon as I get done cleaning it, my kids start messing it up again. And I get this, like, angst, like, you know, because I can feel the friction it creates in my universe. So I'd actually like to have more ease with not having it be perfect all the time. Okay. Because it does create this dis-ease of not being able to just relax in my own space. And it's never going to be perfect. So I'm, I'm battling this needing to have it be perfectly clean all the time so that I can feel at peace there. So I'd like for you to tap into that and see what maybe is going on that could change that for me. Absolutely. Okay. So so what pops up for me right now, Sadie, is asking you, so whose point of view is it to have a perfectly manicured home? Definitely my in-laws. Is that something that you've picked Uh, up? True. Yeah, it's it's a little of both, it's a little of both, because I have perceived the ease that it creates for my body when it is that way. But I'm, you know, there seems to be something sticking in that. Okay, so is this projection that you are receiving from family or husband or friends to have the perfect home? Using your words, the perfect home, so that when people walk in, everything has its place. So everywhere that you have had that projection imposed on you, would you like to destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So the clearing, which I just done, it sounds like Greek to those that have never heard it, it comes, it, it's actually unlocking all the limitations. You, you don't even have to know where it's come from. All the limitations, everything that you've bought into or being projected on you, that has allowed you to create this sparse space that you are buying into creating peace and ease with your body. What if peace and ease with your body was being within and not actually being aware of what's going on with 
on the outside. And everywhere that yeah. you're not allowing that to be easeful and peaceful for yourself, would you like to destroy it and uncreate all that? Yes. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Again, that clearing statement, you can get on the clearingstatement.com. And, and uh, so, so something that I've... Um, also was aware of when you were talking is that this this you're, you're, you clean which in a sense is something that some people fight and resist and react to and others actually look at it as almost a meditative and, and my sense is it's almost meditative to you when you're going into that cleaning mode and it's, it's this is it fun? Do you put on music? Is it <laughs> Is it a game or is it a chore? It's definitely a chore, yeah. Okay. And it's, I have this point of view that it's like, it's so funny that I function from this. I'm realizing this as I'm talking, but it's, I, it's almost martyrdom thing I do in my house where it's like my kids are against me because they create not clean. They create oh. all the time. So Aren't they beautiful like little battle. beings? So everywhere that you're resisting yeah. and reacting, you know that you're creating more of that in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everywhere that you're resisting and reacting and not allowing for an easeful interaction with your kids participating, would you like to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So one of the really cool things, and I I know you have a two-year-old. What are ages of all the kids that you have? I have two, five, and eight. Okay. So the cool thing about the five and the eight-year-old is actually participating in having a space within home that can be absolutely, and, and, and I'm, I'm tapping into that there is a space there that they can absolutely turn into their, what I might call their creative disaster zone, <laughs> yeah. where, they're, where they're allowed to actually be creative and that you are not locking in your point of view to your kids about what a creative, clean space. So that, do you know that, that, um, I wish I could remember that show. She had this little song that was like the mad 10-minute tidy up uh, or 10-second tidy up and, and, you know, that she'd play this music and everyone would run around and tidy up and put things away. What if some of your kids actually require the space of chaos to be created? And, and to be creative themselves in order to allow them to learn, to grow, to be. What if that space was created and, and had one space within your home? Is that feasible for you? Totally. And, you know, it, so just to, you know, I have definitely come a long way in the last probably, you know, since I've been doing this the last couple of years, because um, I can allow that chaos to happen. And, but it's like I click into this. I'm realizing now that it's almost like this energy that I that I click into. It's like I step into it. It feels like it isn't mine. And I, it's like I step into it, and then I embody this really uptight need to clean, need to get pissy when they, you know, when it's time to clean up thing. It isn't really even me. But at the same time, I also am acknowledging that when the house is put away and clean, that it does create this really soothing energy for my body. So it's almost like it's this um, conflictual universe that gets created because I can be with that. And 
and they do have their space. You know, they have a, a playroom and their bedroom, so both often get very messy. And But I've also witnessed as a mom how um, if the playroom is messy when they go into it, they can't engage in there. The chaos of the room actually prevents them from engaging with their toys and engaging. Whereas when everything is put away, when they first come into the room, they can create the chaos. But if the chaos is already existing, they won't even go in there. They won't even walk in there and play with the toys if there's stuff all over the floor or if things aren't put on the shelf. So, so it's like if, this, um, if you're aware of the kids not and and this is what I'm inviting you to do and this is this is something that I as a parent didn't learn till later in life and I wish I had had the skill uh way younger when I was when I was um when my kids were little is being aware that the kids when I made a choice for them I was disempowering them and when I allowed them to make the choice I was empowering them. So what if you, with your eight- and five-year-old, they're already in school, they're already aware of structure that has been created within those those realities. What if you invited them to be a part of where would you like this toy to go? What toy would you like to give away? What toy is is something that you would like to play with for the next little while? And have them play with that energy of, how they want the the playroom to look. And I'm going to just ask you to not do anything in the room yourself, but actually turn it into their room where they can have their own style, their own system. Yeah, you're uh, stretching my boundaries pretty I know I am. So everywhere that you're not allowing your kids to actually be in charge of that area, out of the whole house, you've got everything else that you've got under under your control, that you're aware of, that you know where everything goes. But if the playroom becomes their space of creativity and chaos, within that space, after playing with that for a week or a month, the your kids are going to know if they've put something down, they're the ones, if they choose to lose it or put it somewhere in their safe spot, they're the ones that are actually going to be in control of finding it. It's not your job. And it's actually empowering them to be a part of what actually feels good and allowing them to say, you know, this doesn't work for me, Mom. Is there a way that you can help me create something? And that's when you can step in and say, okay, well, have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? And just stay in the question. I know it, it can be a little bit challenging, especially if you have been this mass controller of the rest of the space and, and basically the CEO of your home. And if you could step away from that and allow the kids to step into their own, basically their own power of what they can create for themselves and what works for them, would you be willing to do that? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. So you can play with everything else in the house, but for that one space, and you can you can actually sit down and chat with the kids about this and say, okay, guys, we're going to try this experiment for one month or one week or two weeks, and the toys that you're not choosing to play with, let's put them away, and the ones that you choose to play with, let's you play with them, leave them on the ground, whatever works for you, and if you lose it, you lose it. If you break it, you break it but you're in charge of what goes on in this room. 
would you be willing to do that? So everything that won't yeah, allow you sure. to step out of that control, because <laughs> really, do we have control of our children? Uh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we think we do. So everywhere won't allow us to be that, in, in that much allowance for the space that our children choose to be in. Let's destroy and uncreate that, please. Right, wrong, yeah. good, bad, pod, pock, all nine sorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, we are going to go for a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to carry on and talk more about Sadie's space and, and her allowance of allowing things to just let go. <laughs> Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show. Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The BARS is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I am on one side of the universe in the wintertime, and Sadie, my guest, Sadie Rose Lake, is on the other side of the universe in beautiful Kauai. <laughs> and where would your body like to be? In the snow? No kidding. Or in the beautiful weather with palm trees, breezes, ocean? Oh, my tie. <laughs> Need I go <Yeah>. on? <laughs> So it's I wanted wonderful. to actually, yeah, pretty yummy. I actually wanted to tap tap into something here. Uh, so with Sadie, we're playing with the energy, even though she's on this lovely vacation with her three kids and her hubby, is actually tapping into the space of where she is at home, or where her home is. And what state is that, Sadie? I'm in Spokane, Washington. Okay, so Spokane, Washington. And just 
is your is your home one level or is it different levels? It's one level with a basement. Okay, so it's, cool. It's like a you know the main floor and then a basement. So okay, in the U.S. we call it a rancher. Okay, cool. And and is your basement is your basement um, is it a walkout or is it is it more enclosed with small windows? It's it's um, there are full daylight windows, but it is more enclosed, and there is an exterior entrance, but it's not like a big slider that like walks out under the grass. Um, okay. The exterior entrance, you have to go down some stairs into like a little, you know, like a little cutout where the, the entrance is. So it's not sprawling out onto an open, you know, ground level type of basement. Cool. So so the cool thing, um, so the kids mostly their play area is on the main level, I would say. Yeah, we pretty much live on the main level. So we bought the house, we remodeled it, and um, we pretty much have just on the main floor. So the basement's still not quite, the bedrooms are still, the bathroom is still, you know, super dated from the 50s. Nothing's been updated down there. So the basement more serves as our storage room, and then I have my, like, my sort of access space down there where I host tasters and classes and stuff. So I have remodeled what is the basement family room and painted and put up some crown molding and, you know, redid the floor and stuff. But other than that, the basement is kind of excess-based for now. Our kids are so little, they, okay. they still want to be close. Yeah. So it's not a – we use it okay. a ton. Okay. So, so the cool thing about this transitional stage, as your children are getting older, yeah, right now they want to be close to mom. They want You want to be able to be within earshot or visual – of your kids, so creating the play space is going to be in in your visual area, and as long mm-hmm. as you have the ability, do, do are you able to close the door? I can, yeah. Okay, cool. So so another way of creating um, a fun space in in a playroom space is actually having a door with glass on it too, that is maybe with a little bit of security glass or. A blind that you can look in, close the door, the mess is there, you can visually see them, and yet you can sort of almost give yourself a little bit of a break from from that energy of chaos as 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 you um so everywhere that your body has taken on the energy of chaos and looked at it as a wrongness, would you like to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod poc, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And as a child, what was your home life like growing up? I mean, it was pretty relaxed. The interesting thing is, um, you know, we were required to do chores. My mom, you know, we had just various things that we were responsible for, our own bedrooms in our bathroom. My brother and I um, had our own, had a bathroom. That we, and from, I think, my, you know, my oldest daughter's age, around eight, I started being responsible for cleaning that space and taking care of it. But it wasn't... Uh, I remember early my mom tried to, like, teach me how to do it, and I remember this argument that we had, like, I can do it my way, Mom. And then from then on, she just butt out, and she never really kind of imposed her point of view about how things needed to be done on me. And so it's interesting that I would be so uptight about the space because she really wasn't, so that model is not there to be as uptight as I am. Okay, so cool. So... Actually, what you could what you could tap into is the allowance, and wherever you're not an allowance, or wherever you bought into, or somebody else's projections or behaviors, aunts, uncles, husband is your husband uptight about the space being perfect, clean, 
What's the energy from him um, it's and up his and down family? Sometimes. Yeah, cool. uh, definitely there is that from his family. His parents' house is like a museum. It's always super clean, and um, they're very fastidious about their space. Awesome. So I, and, I, and I have taken on a lot of that because um, there has, you know, oh, it's just been mentioned several times, like, oh, we went to so-and-so's house, and oh, it's so messy. So I take on that. I can never let it be messy. I, I definitely have to hold uh, uphold this, like, perfect parent point of view oh, um, okay. around so, them. Yeah. Would you like to destroy that shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because does that so feel heavy. heavy, fun, light, joyful? <laughs> Not at all. No. Not at all. So let's destroy all that shit and 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 just yeah, destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh yeah, because that's like constrictive contraction. That's judgment that you're taking in and buying into all these different points of view. So when that energy comes up again, if you can play with the question of interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Mm-hmm. Every time you go into judgment about the house is a mess, this isn't, this is cluttered, this is that, just go back into that question of interesting point of view, I have that point of view, interesting point of view, I have that point of view, interesting point of view, he has that point of view. And just start playing with that. That, that was a huge contribution for me when I was going through a transition and there was a lot of clutter in my space and my life and especially given my 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 career choice <laughs> that was yeah. that was a really interesting thing for me to go through and be in allowance of that was what was required at that time and that space of my life and so what if the chaos of your kids bedrooms and the playroom is just what's required and if it doesn't work for you what if you looked at having somebody in come in once a week and just get it go, get it cleared? <laughs> Do yeah. what it takes to make it happen, to make it work, so that you can be an allowance and actually sit in a chair during the day in your living room, read a book, be kind to yourself, meditate, do yoga, whatever it is that is nourishing. Have a bubble bath. All of those things that can be nourishing for your mind and your body, Take a walk. If your kids are all out and, and you know, if, you're, if you've got someone in the house and you can take a walk while your two-year-old is having a nap, hey, go for it. <laughs> it's those little, little half-hour snippets that if you could put that into your sort of life, wouldn't that be a contribution to you and your body and, and, and that energy of when your husband comes home from work and that not buying into the judgment of anybody. Is that how does that yeah. feel? Well, it just feels really foreign, you know. And it's funny because there's so many other areas of my life that I've played in the energy and really shifted an insane amounts of, you know, conclusion and judgment. And as we're talking about this, you're you're talking to me like I like in a different world because yeah. the thought of actually living for me during the day is just not even there. It's like my day consists of my job, which is take care of my house and buy groceries and do do do. And it's, oh, there's not, really, I'm not, I'm realizing that I'm, well, I do love, I mean, don't get me wrong, you've heard me talk, I love Costco, I would go there every day, <laughs> but, but there's something also about the requirement that I always have it handled, that I always have food in the fridge, that if I do need to go do my own thing at night, so it's kind of like I'm realizing as you're talking, that I have this 
requirement of how I spend my time during the day, and nowhere in there is there allowance for me actually enjoying my time. It's like, and I have this point of view that if I were to sit and just read, that I would be, like, because my husband has to go and work all day, that there would be some kind of unfairness about that. Like that. Oh, my God. I were to Do you feel the energy around that as you're talking? Absolutely. You and that? it's like I didn't even realize that before, that I had yeah. that point of view. I didn't even realize. And it, it really creates this never having ease during the day. I always feel like I have to do, 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 go, 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 in the sense of, like, you know, if I am there and I don't have plans for the day and it's just me and the little one, I have such a hard time just going in the playroom and just being in there. It's like I have to be doing something all the time. Okay. So everywhere that you are in the space of doing instead of just being, would you like to destroy and uncreate all that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And would it be an invitation to your relationship with your, your beautiful husband to be able to ask or invite that you have scheduled a date night or that he contributes to creating, planning, and and actually making a meal once a week, whether that's the weekend or during the week, and actually having yeah. him, yeah. So everywhere well, so that he is... What's about this? I yeah, say, I'm just, just everywhere that like, you have been in such control and scheduling everything in your life and not being an allowance of this beautiful man that maybe loves to cook. I, I'm tapping into that he might does, be a absolutely, hidden. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and saying, well, it's not would even you like hidden. to pick a, a night to, to play in the kitchen and, you know, put on a lovely dress and drink some wine and watch him cook? <laughs> Hello. Well, what I was starting to say is like we it's very like it's very egalitarian when he is home. There's not like it's not this fifty style thing where I do everything. When he's there, he cleans as much as I do and he cooks as often as I do. And he and so it's even like part of it is like this there's this interesting point of view about me creating starting my business and, you know, having clients come to my space and it's like I have this weird way that I see that I'm sectioning it off and I'm having to like if I'm doing that during the hours when he's home then I feel like when he's not home that I have to be in service to the home but like when he comes home from work he's as likely to cook dinner as I am and he's as likely to you know clean the bathroom or you know sweep up or do the dishes he's very on it in regards to what he does when he's actually there there isn't this like you know, it's not this uh, super, you know, antiquated way of being, but it's, it's he's a, something he's that's going on for me when he's are. not there. Yeah, yeah, and there's something, I think it's a point of view that I have about how if he has to go and work all day, it's not fair for me to just sit around and then when he does come home, expect him to clean the house too, because he does. You know what I mean? So then I have this, like, it would okay. that would just not be fair for me to be lazy during the day and then still require <laughs> oh, him to come okay. home from being at work all day and, okay. and be doing as much as he does. Okay, stop. <laughs> do you see where that is? Yeah, I totally do. Okay, Sadie, we're taking a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about this little whirlwind that you've created for yourself. <laughs> awesome. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easy 
your way to create the life you always knew was possible. Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Okay, everyone. We are back, and I have my beautiful guest, Sadie Rose Lake, who also has her own radio show on A to Zen. And can you just, just quickly tell us what your show's about, Sadie? Yeah, so my show, my, I have my co-host, Bessie McLaughlin, um, and our show is called Imperfect Brilliance. And it's, it's an, you know, since she and I are both access facilitators, it's based on the tools of access and how to look at, your, you know, various areas of your own life and see anywhere you're functioning in crop pile, what can you see is the brilliance underneath that. And you can turn into something that's like this bright, shiny thing that can actually be a contribution to you and yourself and your life. Um instead of always being in the wrongness of you. Cool, cool. So, and yeah, and, and are you having any classes coming up here or do you you have taste I am, or? yes. Okay. Well, I, I I'm aware that this is a pre-record, so um what the classes will have already passed. But um I do I'm in Kauai right now. I have a bars class this Sunday. So, and then um I also have a bars class and an MTVSS class and a swap coming up in the beginning of March. Um, cool. But I don't have any fashion level ones on my on my docket right now. Cool. And they can they can track you down through the Access Consciousness website under facilitators. That's right. right. Yep. And I'm cool. in Washington State. If you look by area in the U.S. Cool. So. Awesome. Yeah. And so then before- Jesse and I have a website for our page, imperfectbrilliance.com. So you can all get a hold of me there too. Good. Awesome. Awesome. So. 
Uh, Sadie and I, just prior to the break, were talking about, or she was sharing a little bit about her resistance to any clutter in her space. So she's coming from a basically a non-cluttered home to one that almost looks like a show home, where when you place something down, there's an awareness that there's a glass on that table, <laughs> and that when yep, that person yep. finishes their drip, that, that glass needs to be picked up and placed either in the kitchen, the dishwasher, probably not left in the sink because that might possibly create a little bit of internal turmoil. <laughs> Or if the you sink might be okay, it's kind of out of sight, but definitely not on the counter. Definitely, see, okay, cool. So these everywhere items, they really do, Lisa. They speak to me. It's like when there's something okay. out of place, it's like it's calling to me. It's like okay. I can be in the bathroom and I'm aware <laughs> of the blanket laying on the floor in the living room. Cool. It's like cool. It's, it's literally like it's talking to me from around the house, going, "Hey, I'm I'm on the ground." That's one okay. of my big things is when items are left, like kiddo, kiddos leave stuff on the ground. It's yeah. like I can walk into a room and my eye will spot the fleck of paper on the carpet and it, it creates this like sort of a, literally almost like a friction or a an off note in like symphony of my house. Okay. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So are are you also aware when you walk into somebody else's space? what sensations go no. on with, within your body. So if you're walking into a home that has this, what I call a layering effect. So if I came in and, and looked in your space, from a design perspective, I would look at how to layer it to create that sense of warmth if that was what you were wanting to create. So there's the invitation for people to come in, cuddle, curl up with a cozy blanket on the sofa or the chair and read a book in front of a fireplace with a glass of wine and allow the kids to jump on you. Is that is that an energy that you're wanting to create within your space or is that an energy that just Yes, needs? for sure. Okay. So yeah, everywhere that you're not like an allowance more of a sort of landing. Okay. So everywhere that you're not an allowance of actually creating a space that actually speaks to you from that as opposed to what being projected at you from others that have been in your life and now you have this expectation of having to maintain. And you used an interesting word a while ago where you are in service to your home. So everywhere that you have that energy, would you like to destroy and uncreate all that shit, please? Yes. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I have this sense that you're in Kauai in this beautiful climate. There's probably this great ease and relaxation and things are probably not where they would be in your own home. There's probably a little bit of disarray. There's maybe beach towels and wet bathing suits and things sort of hung. Or is, there, is that carried through when you're traveling as well? It carries through a bit. It's not nearly as structured. You know, cool. there's a li definitely a greater degree of chaos. So there's more allowance for you to actually be in the space of being with your family. Yeah. Okay, cool. So would you like to create that in your home? And if so, I know you want to know what the tools are to be able to create that. So I'm going to encourage you while you're sitting there now to close your eyes and imagine your front door opening the door and walking into the space. Mm -hmm. And is there a space 
for where the kids know they can put their backpacks when they come home from school? Yeah, we have a built-in bench with hooks and everything right yeah. inside of our front door. Cool. So. Okay, so there's that. There, there's that. So the kids already have been given that tool to utilize for themselves so that they know if they have to find something that they bring home from school that that's where it's going to be. And then walking into your living area, is there that cozy blanket? Is there that sense of a couple of books piled up on a table that you haven't finished reading I know for myself, I have about four or five books on the go always. <laughs> mm-hmm. And have you have you allowed that? So I'm just playing with the energy, allowing that the books are there on a table for you to come to and put there when you're not sitting there with your cup of tea midday. And that there's no. dishes on the counter and that there is... The playroom is a complete disaster zone in your mind. The bedrooms, the beds are unmade. And in fact, your bed is unmade. Oh, <laughs> just, no, that doesn't ever happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I'm asking you to just play with the energy of that. Yep, gotcha. Okay. And then put on some really fun music, whether it's this wonderful, beautiful jazz that is creating this relaxation and ease or some fun, playful music. But I, I, mm-hmm. I sense if I put on fun, playful music for you, you'll go back into the doing and, the, and, and, and running around and creating this little yeah. whirlwind of energy. So what if there was this lovely jazz music and it was an invitation for your kids to see their mom having the energy of allowance? See, the cool thing about um, when whenever I've done a, what I call a feng shui consultation is I walk into the space and actually get a sense it's like it's like a waterfall so this mm-hmm. beautiful waterfall flowing through the space and it's just you just gently walking through the space and feeling if the water's going to flow through this home where is it going to bump into where is it going to be blocked where is it going to flow where are the soft edges where are the hard edges and just start playing with that and in fact it could be an invitation for your home to actually create more softness, and that can be brought in with cozy pillows, with beautiful blankets, with dimmer switches on your lights, with artwork that speaks to you at this stage of your life, with photographs of your kids, and and just play with that layering effect, and don't buy into what it is to be with the energy of what your husband's family expects or what he's grown up with. But actually just play with that and just say, look, I want to do this sort of playing around for about a week with the energy of the house. Would you be willing to play with that without judgment, without making any sarcastic comments when you come home? Just let's play with yeah. it and see what works for us. And and if he comes into that sense of allowance and then maybe having the glass of wine at the end of the day and just playing with that and would you be willing, and, and do you have a cleaning lady? Do you have someone that comes in and contributes that way, or is it is, is that I not have before, of... but it's like I don't ever use them. I'm not going to not vacuum because in two days my cleaning lady is coming. You know what I mean? It's like, so then I ended up, it was never dirty when she came because I couldn't stand to let it wait for three more days till she came. Cool. 
Cool. And it's funny because I, I, I don't know if you noticed in the chat room, Bree's talking about doing a quick cleanup with the kids and putting music on. I did, I did lots of, I mean, you can create games. You can find out what they're doing in their school. But the allowance for yourself, and, and it's beyond the kids and their chaos, because that's going to go on. I, I, <laughs> I hate to tell you, it will go on into their 20s. When my, my son yeah. comes home from university, he still places stuff on the ground. He knows. Mom will eventually so Lisa, pick it up. Something yeah. popped up for me, actually, back when you were talking, and I realized that I have um, a big part of this sense of needing to do all the time um, is rooted in this awareness that as soon as I stop moving, my children are like a magnet to me. They sense my activity level, and they will leave me alone and do their own thing if I am busy. But as soon as I stop, if I were to try and sit at my computer during the day, talk on the phone, read book, anything where I am not physically moving around, they're climbing on me. It's like they sense me settling, and it's like they want to snuggle in. And so I have developed this pattern of being busy in my home all the time in order to create some space from them. Okay. So let's keep keep that in mind. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the, the, the doing. That's really cool. I'm glad okay. you tapped into that. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on atizen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back, everyone. We have had an awesome show today with Sadie Rose Lake. Uh, she is a mom with three beautiful children and has a home in Washington that is uh, immaculate 90% of the time, and it's that 10% of the time that is uh, creating this this unease in her body when toys are not put away, the playroom is a disaster, the kids' bedrooms are a disaster. And so Sadie's just tapped into realizing that she is always in the state of doing. And when she chooses to sit down and have this quiet moment, the kids find her. <laughs> yeah. Like a magnet. And I remember that. I remember going into the bathroom and I had to lock myself into the bathroom just so I could have five minutes on my phone with my son yeah, outside funny. the door crying, wanting to get a hold Absolutely. of me. And I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone. <laughs> totally. And so I realized, you know, I said that before the commercial break and then during the commercial, I just had this huge awareness to like how much am I defending against the constant needs of my children and using the creation of the busyness of do, 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 because I have this awareness. I could literally see, like, when I'm in doing mode, the energy is more of like a moving outward from my body energy. And so mm. it creates almost this um, buffer around me where they perceive that and they go busy themselves. But as soon as I sit down and actually allow myself to receive anything, including my own attention, that's like, it's like a pulling energy and it draws them to me and it was like I was seeing almost these energetic waves that get created with what, how I choose to be, do, or spend my time. And so it was this, it was really interesting after I mentioned that we went to break and then over the break I was just all kind of became apparent to me. So, you know, I have a two-year-old at home and during the days when my big kids are at school, she doesn't have them to distract her or play with her. So I, and you know, I have had a small child at home for the last eight and a half years because by the time the next, you know, the biggest one goes to school, there's still a baby around or a little one around. So it's really been pretty much for the last, you know, eight and a half years that I've created this pattern of do, do, do as a way to defend against the constant need of these little people in my life. So actually, I'm looking at this, realizing like, wow, that's creating so much more of what's really going on here than my home. My home is just the outward manifestation of needing to create this this um, this space for me, this chaos for me, um, you know, and realizing that the chaos, that when it's present in my home, dealing with the chaos is a way for me to control and manage that constant chaos going on emotionally, this drawing off me that is needs that my children have for me to take care of them and do for them. Absolutely. Um, I'm so, so thrilled that you've been able to tap into that. And how cool, how cool is that, that you are absolutely not the only mom out there that has gone into the doing, doing, doing mode and not realizing that actually it's creating this almost a barrier to allowing the energy of the receiving of your children and 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 knowing and and being aware that the two-year-old is going to be going off to play school in whatever age they go to play school now. I'm, it could be three and a half, I'm thinking, um, pre-kindergarten. Yeah. And and just, I, I'm I'm not sure if you're lining up to have more children, but... <laughs> no, definitely not, last, it has really exhausted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so everywhere that you're buying yeah. into 
having children and the energy of your children being exhausting as opposed to contributing? Would you like to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and bonds. So if you look at the energy of a child, especially the littlest child in the house, the littlest child has very little judgment, very little conclusion, very little point of view about what is. They're actually in the energy of actually being. And if you could tap into that energy and look at that as a contribution as opposed to a drain on you, that's that's just a whole new way of shifting it. Everything's the opposite. It appears to be nothing's the opposite. It appears to be everything's the opposite. It appears to be nothing's the opposite. It appears to be. And if you can play with that and and really look at the energy of this little being, and start tapping into having that one-on-one time, and then maybe going into the the doing part of your day when they have their nap. And then looking yeah. at restructuring perhaps the shopping or the cooking. and the, It's going to be constant. It's constantly changing with kids. And to be able to not be so structured and actually be able to shift the energy and tap into, okay, what is it that I'm perceiving here? Is it this, this, this little being wants to spend some one-on-one time before the other two come in and zap me of you know whatever it is that they're tapping into with going on to school with friends this extracurricular activities but actually enjoying that one little individual's being and and asking yeah. at home to contribute to that energy that you're wanting to create the sitting down reading a book putting a little book in front of them while you can read a book beside them and having a cup of tea it could be your little quiet time and it could be something that you create that is just yours from now going into the future. It's 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 that yeah, energy. It's interesting. And this has come up for me before where I've been aware that I'm not actually allowing myself to receive from my children. Mm. And so it's just another invitation, another layer, you know, that's getting revealed on how I could actually be kind of using her energy to feed me as opposed to me always feeling like I'm just pouring it out all the time. Yeah, because they'll, they'll pull, they'll, they'll pull, the they'll view, pull. Right? But you can actually tap into the energy of just actually receiving their energy, and that will contribute to you absolutely. Oh, my goodness, we could keep talking. Sadie, this was so much fun. Have so much fun in Hawaii with your family, and I look forward to seeing you in Vancouver and chatting with you more about this. Lots of love, and we'll see you guys all soon. See you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on atizen.fm. We look forward to having you join us and share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.